This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 99 and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, don't mistake your current struggles as failures or wastes, but believe that God is using these to prepare you for something greater. Joining me on today's show is Baird Hall. Baird is a tech entrepreneur, a marketer and a founder. And as the founder of online tools, Wave and Subtitle, Baird focuses on building products that help people share their voice or message online. Wave is an online tool that helps share audio on social media by converting audio clips into animated social videos. Baird is also the co-founder of Subtitle, a web-based video editing tool that automatically adds beautiful subtitles to any video. Now on today's show, Baird's going to share, start with why, what is it that you want and what good can you introduce to the world? He's also going to talk about failure is preparation. He's going to share more about uh, his situation and story and journey, as well as empathy is a secret weapon. As Christians, we're taught serve others. However, in business, it's often natural for us as sinners to want to serve ourselves. And empathy, says Baird, is the key to battling this and so much more. So welcome to the show, Baird. Hey, Emery. Thanks for having me. I'm really <laughs> Looking forward to chatting with you. I'm um, I'm three years into entrepreneurship and yes. five years into being a Christian. So I'm still yeah. really new at this yes. and still figuring it out. Um, so hopefully I can provide some insight to those that are uh, in the same stage as I am. Oh, look, well, you know what? I have been, I was born into a Christian family, well, actually adopted into a Christian family. And, oh, cool. you know, I don't, um, I, I say, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are or how many years, um, there are always learnings along the way. Okay. And so uh, you are so very welcome. It was great to connect with you too, because, you know, um, I will often look at what other businesses are doing and you've got such great technologies and, and programs to support entrepreneurs. And, you know, sometimes you can sense someone who really has uh, a faith-based approach. And it's great to be able to connect with other businesses, share your journey along the way. Because as we know, as Christian entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs, there are opportunities that we put our heart and our soul and hard work into that sometimes don't uh, turn out into fruition or, or achieve the levels of um, objectives that we set. And they can take us out of the running sometimes. But as you say so beautifully, it's preparation. It's preparing you for the next stage. But let's start right back to why. 
what is it that you want, you say, and what good can you introduce to the world? Is that what um, prompted you to start the businesses, you know, Zubtitle and, and Wave? How did that uh, pan out for you? Yeah, I was working for a local startup for about five years um, here in Charleston, South Carolina, where I live. And I just, I always had that, I think a lot of people can relate to this. It was just kind of a burning desire to want to do my own thing. I, mm -hmm. I think in hindsight, I've always had a lot of creativity kind of pent up, but mm -hmm. no way to actually release it. Um, and it turns out that entrepreneurship is really my, uh, my method for, you know, being able to, um, uh, try my hand at creativity, but mm. um, I, I finally just got to the point where I, I felt like I wanted to do something, and but I didn't know exactly what that was. And I go back to a story with a, a local entrepreneur um, who's uh, kind of a mentor here in Charleston, and he just I was rambling to him one day about, you know, I just feel like I should do this. I've got I've got this Google Doc full of fifty different ideas that mm. I want to try, and he's like, whoa, 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 you just need to slow down and think about like, what is it that you want and how do you think you can help the world? Mm -hmm. And that kind of stopped me in my tracks and helped me stop thinking about these big ideas that I wanted to try, these new apps I wanted to build or, mm -hmm. um, you know, go and fundraise a bunch of money to tackle some big project. But it was more just being more humble about it as an mm -hmm. entrepreneur and saying, well, what can I do to create some good in the world? And, um, and what do I want as a result of it? And I realized pretty quickly that I, I'm really passionate about helping other people um, share their message mm. and um, just help them. I feel like everybody that has something positive to say, to say should be able to say it um, online. And that's where I started. I was like, well, where can I help people uh, just share their message, promote what, uh, you know, their word on social media? And that's kind of how we got started with mm. with Wave originally. Yeah, fantastic. And I love, isn't it great how um, God can sometimes put people in your lives, mentors or people that have a word to you that really can help you take all of these ideas and then really start to focus and that builds the momentum or from which you then build that momentum. Was it then that you re recognized the some of the giftings and the skills and, and just the talents that you had was able then to be harnessed to build this technology then that would help people? So why I'm asking that question is some people might be uh, in that situation right now where they've got lots of different opportunities. How did you that come to that was it um what, what sort of techniques or what did you do to really help hone in this is what i'm going to really you know pursue as my passion and, and where we really want to to build momentum yeah it's a good question there's a few different pieces of that i think the first was just looking intrinsically at what i'm good at and what mm. i enjoy i, I really enjoy community I, I studied communication in college i love talking to people and um just everything about communication fascinates mm. me uh, i've been working in technology for five years and really understood, you know, how to build software, how to, um, you know, how software should work. Mm. And um, also just social media, just growing up. And I was around when Twitter first launched and when yes. Facebook got big and I've been on it, I kind of have a good feel for social media. So those three things I, I looked at, well, what am I good at and how can I weave these three things together? Mm. Um, and starting there, as opposed to trying to come up with the idea first and yes. then forcing it to work, but starting with what am I good at? And I'm going to go scan the market and see like, is there somewhere that these skills can fit in? Mm -hmm. And 
the first place that it fit in and the first company that my partner and I started did not succeed. Mm -hmm. uh, we spent 10 years building a mobile app that allowed people to share and talk to each other through short audio clips. It's kind of a long story, but um, we spent a whole year working on that. And um, I think we made like $200 mm -hmm. over the whole year. Yeah. And we had poured thousands and thousands of dollars into it. And um, we were able to sell it eventually, but it was, it was definitely not what I would consider a success. Yes. Um, so there's a lot of lessons that I had to learn there because I, you know, I felt like I failed at my first, my first year of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't make any money. Um, my wife was supporting me. Um, mm -hmm. And just it was really 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 difficult but I think looking back the important thing is is I made it I started something mm. um, I wish I had built a better bridge to entrepreneurship rather than just saying all right I'm out of my nine to five and I'm jumping off the cliff here we go yes but still I did something and I got started um, and actually the business that we run now wave mm. um, it was a result of that failed business mm -hmm. we were able to get involved in a market and industry learn it and then um, I think, as I mentioned in um, some of my main talking points here, is I didn't realize that that year of failing was 100% there to prepare me to run yes. this business that's now been going two years and is going really well. We've got over a thousand customers, and mm -hmm. um, but I didn't see that at the time. And yeah. it's you know, it's it's always hard to see. Well, we never can see God's full picture. Um, it's hard to remember that when you're in the uh, the thick of things. Oh, absolutely. And let's dive into that a little bit more around failure as preparation because as entrepreneurs, many of us are risk takers. We've got great ideas. You know, it's helpful to know how you recognize which idea you are going to pursue. But we can put our heart and soul into something and it not turn out. But I love the way that you've said and already shared a little bit that you spent a full year and a lot of money on a failed startup. It was the toughest year that you say you say of your life, and you didn't realize at the time that it was preparing you to be a better Christ follower, an entrepreneur, and and a husband. Speak a bit more about that because I know many of us can relate, but some of us are not yet at that stage where we can look back and see just how God was preparing our character, um, our skill set for the new season, for that new opportunity. So share some more insights around this because I know it's going to be so helpful for others to hear and see. Yeah, and what really saved me, I wanted to quit so many times that first mm. year. And I many times would pull up the job boards and be like, well, I could just go back and get a nice easy job and go back to, um, you know, coasting at a nine to five. Mm. Um, but I knew I wanted a challenge, which is why I got into entrepreneurship. But um, Looking back, the thing that saved me is every so often, I don't, I didn't really have a strict practice around this, but every so often, maybe every couple of weeks, I would check in and with myself and with God and in prayer. And I would say, it, do I feel like I'm in the right place? Like mm -hmm. things aren't going well. We're not making any money. We're losing a ton of money. I don't know if this is going to work out, but do I feel like I'm in the right place? Is God calling me to do something else? And I never got the sense that I was in the wrong place mm. and it was tough, but I had to just keep saying, you know, I just got to keep going forward and have faith in this because I'm listening to God as much as I can. And he's not telling me anything else. Mm. And, um, and it, the reason was now looking back that I was building all of these skills and learning through failure, um, for, for this next business. But mm -hmm. I think that was probably the most important thing that I did yes. um, throughout that time, just to, to check in and, 
make sure that you're reflecting and uh, praying and making sure that you're in the right place. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, sometimes uh, we are given uh, a little to see how we can manage that, become good stewards of that little, mm -hmm. and then he will give us more and it continues to build momentum. Because how often do you hear of these startups that all of a sudden have an incredible amount of money at their fingertips, yet unfortunately their decision-making, all of that is not yet solidified. They haven't got the key foundations upon which they grow. So looking back now through that experience, you would have been far more, uh, e even in the skills and the character, but far your approach and outlook was far more mature. Would you agree or mm -hmm. how would you define that? Yeah, uh, definitely maturity was the biggest thing. So, and, and you touched on it there around uh, startups that, you know, maybe raise a bunch of money or, mm. you know, have a lot of capital up front and don't wind up panning out. That was a really big lesson for me is the first business idea that we wanted to do um, would have required a lot of capital. And mm -hmm. we tried to raise money and um, we had a little success doing that, but not enough. And um, but anyway, the most important thing is looking back now seeing what it's like to run a venture backed company. Mm -hmm. It is completely different than running a bootstrap company. Mm -hmm. They're just completely different animals. and. I am not, the, uh, my personality is just not fit to that. Yes. Um, and I'm much more built for running a bootstrap company that's uh, a little bit smaller, more niche focused, community mm -hmm. focused. And um, I think that, I, I think that God kept me from going down that road because mm -hmm. it would have been an absolute disaster. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, but again, something that you just don't see when you're in it. Yeah. Um, and you just got to keep moving forward and it all makes it, you know, hindsight's 2020. Yeah, I love that uh, how you've said that because God's created us. He knows how we operate and what really allows the, the environments in which we shine through the gifts and, and strengths that he's, uh, of course, blessed us with. Um, and uh, sometimes what we do is we do look externally, don't we? Sometimes, you know, we, and we have to, it's a good way to keep check. And what the world says is what successes and significance and things like yep. that. And if we're not careful, and God will send us the lessons and the people and the circumstances to go, no, 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 you've got the focus on, on the wrong thing. So as an entrepreneur, speak a little bit more about that because I think that sometimes as business owners, we can be jaded uh, um, or around what, what is happening. So now when you look at opportunities that may be in, in front of you, how do you look at that differently through the lens, if you will, of, of faith, of leaning into him? What, 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 how does that pan out for you now in your business? Yeah, there's definitely a big ju juxtaposition between what I'm thinking about now versus mm -hmm. when I started. So. When I first got into entrepreneurship, definitely had an immature, very like self-centered view to where mm. I thought success in entrepreneurship was having a big PR headline or, uh, you know, getting written up in blogs and uh, having big press releases. And that was just a very self-centered kind of worldly thought of entrepreneurship. Mm. Um, but what I found out now is that like what I try to focus on as an entrepreneur now is I just want to be a servant. Mm. I want to help people. And it's better for me to just, I, I don't want any like big recognition or anything like that. It, I'd rather kind of, you know, be behind the scenes mm -hmm. and just help as many people as I can. And I think um, the businesses that we run now are, are really a good testament to that, that a lot of people don't know about them unless mm -hmm. they know that, unless they need it. And yes. when they find it, they love it. And um, 
So I, I think that's really the biggest thing is just focusing on being a servant because that's really what you need to be as an entrepreneur is you need to be so focused on your customer and mm. how you can help them. You can't get caught up in all of the other aspects of running a business or entrepreneurship or you're mm -hmm. going to lose sight of how you're going to actually make money and survive. Yes. So um, yes. that's really been that's really been my big focus over the last year and a half. Yeah, I love that. You know, sometimes as entrepreneurs, when we do have um, that success and it comes too quickly and we haven't built that maturity, it can't. The enemy will be there alongside to really guide mm -hmm. us off the rails, so to speak. And it's sad because we see it in business. We see it in um, in so many other um, industries, if, if you will, particularly the, you know, the arts industry, film and, and all of that where mm -hmm. actors and actresses have all of a sudden this in the spotlight and they haven't got the firm foundations which we know Christ gives us to be able to to cope with that share a little bit more around what I what I love as in and this is around um, empathy is a secret weapon because we know that as Christians we're taught to serve others and you were saying so beautifully about how uh, as a business uh, to serve others I mean that is such an opportunity to build a kingdom focused business give such incredible service from that humility and the other person first that is such a breath air in a, in a, in a marketplace that often does the opposite and that's an opportunity for us to show God's love uh, even without actually ever saying anything just in how we show up is that what you're finding as well yeah yeah definitely I, I think empathy has been my biggest uh, my biggest, my best skill, or my mm. most used skill in entrepreneurship, and it, it goes back to my time um, in sales, which um, being a Christ follower in sales is, a lot of people don't equate, you know, a lot of people think of salespeople as like kind of, um, you know, kind of the yeah. sleazy car salesman or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but um, I, I was actually always really interested as a salesperson because you're never in a better situation to help somebody mm -hmm. because you're obviously you're talking to somebody that has a pain and you're trying to solve that pain. Yes. Um, one thing I learned in sales that has is one of the biggest um, lessons that I've learned in business is that people make decisions on emotions. Mm. They fact they justify those decisions with logic, mm -hmm. but for the most part, when people buy something or, um, or or need something, it's really based on an emotional need and. I think if we're really trying to help and serve other people, being able to empathize with them mm. and understand what their needs are, like what are you really trying to achieve? Um, and, and being able to have that emotional intelligence to like, dig and talk to somebody, spend the time with them mm -hmm. to really understand what they want. There's no better skill when it comes to sales. And sales is the you know most critical part of entrepreneurship because you have to be selling at all times. Yes. Um, so really, it, taking the approach of when I talk to somebody, I'm going to listen, mm. I'm going to care about them, and I'm going to try and put myself in their shoes and figure out what are they struggling with and how can I provide a solution to them. And when mm. you approach sales from that standpoint, it doesn't feel slimy. It doesn't feel like you're pushing things on people. Mm -hmm. And when the customer purchases it and is happy with the solution, it really feels like a great partnership mm. that um, has done some good in the world, just so, you know, a small, tiny bit of good. Um, so I, I think if you are struggling with sales from an entrepreneurship standpoint, I think that's a really great way to approach it is mm -hmm. that, you know, you are 
trying to sell a solution to somebody that they they really need it and can make a big impact on their lives. So yes. um, I think that's been um, probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned and uh, best, I guess, weapons of <laughs> in entrepreneurship. Yes. Um, and not that we're wanting people to have to go through failure and experience that, but looking back, <laughs> having gone through that, are you now, when you look at the empathy that you have and the, you know, the opportunity to really serve and support a client, that you see it with a completely different mindset because of the fact that you've gone through failure? Yeah, I think so. Especially, you know, our wave, um, our product that helps podcasters mm. and different types of marketers share audio content online. A lot of our customer base are just getting started with the podcast mm. and they're trying to you know, get their message out on social media and our tool converts it and um, does that sharing automatically. But uh, we work with a lot of people that are just getting started and they're mm. trying to, they're going through those growing pains as well. Yes. And um, one thing that even just as an entrepreneur for your customers that you can do, because probably your customers are some form of entrepreneurs, is try to be a light to them and mm. share the journey that you've gone through and try and help them as 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 they're going along as well so yes. um, i think that's a big part of it and always going back to the empathy piece understanding always thinking about the situation that the other person is in yes. and just trying to think about what they're going through what they're feeling um, that, that makes a big difference as well. Yeah. Uh, what I love about empathy and compassion and understanding and seeing things from the other point of uh, view, the other person's point of view, is that when we look at Jesus and how he led, he was the servant leader. I mean, he is the king. Yet his approach when he spoke to people, he was never judgmental. He shared the truth mm -hmm. with grace, you know, with, with love. And I think as leaders who are Christians and we have that role model, Jesus, who's just is perfect perfect in every way and loving in every way as well. As leaders in our business and out there in the community, when we stand firm in the truth and we can bring truth and grace and, and, and love as well, we can make a huge difference because sometimes leadership is seen as being, you know, you do what I tell you to do um, and, and making decisions, which unfortunately is not good for other, you know, the win-win at all, or, you know, win-lose at all costs. Mm -hmm. Share a little bit more, if you will, around how now empathy and just the, your whole approach has really helped you be a better leader, a self-leader, but also I'm sure you've got team members, virtual contracted, mm -hmm. all of that that, that uh, contributes to the success of, of your business. So how does that impact your leadership skills? So I think this will, this is a little bit of a general answer to all of those pieces, mm. but um, a lot of the Christians that I look up to, when you see them in their element, whether mm. it's at, out in public or at work or, or even at church or whatever, they don't even have to be talking or sharing the word. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. look at them and you know, there's just something different about them. Yes. They're positive. They're helping people and they have a light about them. And you can just, you, you just tell. And even if you're not a Christian, you can probably look at it and be like, what is this person? What's so special about this person? What mm -hmm. makes them, you know, what makes them like this and so positive? And that is the approach that I try to take as an entrepreneur and as a company as well. I want mm -hmm. people to see what we're doing and see what I'm doing um, and just look at it and not, not for it to be, you know, we don't want to be out preaching nonstop, but we want people to look at what we're doing and just say, what is different about that company? Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's something special about them and they, they do things the right way. And 
they always have a great tone and a great message on social media or um, in their marketing content. And, and that's, I, I think that's really the way that I try to approach it. So it's not exactly a scientific approach, but mm. just a general um, feeling about everything that you do and just thinking, you know, everybody's always going to see what you're putting out in the world these days with um, just social media and mm -hmm. um, how much activity is online. So just really putting it through that filter of, is this the type of message that I want to put out either for myself or my business? Um, mm. So uh, something else that we've really tried to do or, or that I've, I run all of our marketing for uh, wave is we have a lot of um, uh, customers that are, whether they're preachers or Christian organizations and we try to tell their story mm. through our marketing and just lift them up and share what they're creating or share what stories they're talking about. Um, that's been a great way for us to kind of um, help both do marketing and also, you know, spread the good word at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, as, as uh, Christian entrepreneurs, and this is what's become apparent and a lot of the interviews that uh, I've had is that in our dealings with our clients or prospective clients and just networking in general, we may not actually be sharing information from the Bible or, you know, our faith personally, but it's just in our interactions, the conversations, the decisions that we make the just an in that can make a huge difference that just stands out so much that people will often say as you said you know what is different about you you mm -hmm. know and then that could be an opportunity that opens up uh, and but on the same token then as Christians because we are ambassadors of Christ we need to be very mindful about what we do say yes to and how yep. we treat our customers because um, you know, we're, we're not only um, moving forward with our reputations, but his as well. And we certainly don't want to tarnish other people's thinking that, well, if that's what a Christian's being like, I want none of it because, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, that comes up for, I've been thinking a lot recently about um, just where my ministry is. Mm. Um, you, we spend so much time um, with our businesses that, it, you know, it's hard to have other ministries going on mm -hmm. in your life mm -hmm. and um th this might sound kind of strange but i have really found my ministry to be within our customer support yes. i get about 10 to 15 customer support chats a mm -hmm. day that come in and when somebody's reaching out to support they're frustrated something's not working yeah um it, or they need something and that's like i feel like that's the best place where i can have impact on people's lives yeah. and it sounds so it sounded weird up front to try that mm -hmm. but it really has in hindsight has been where I've been able to just you know help people and love mm -hmm. on them and yeah, um yeah. and kind of you know be that light like you said but yes. um yes. so yeah it's, it's interesting and um something that I've been trying to work on yeah it's interesting that you should say that because um there's a couple of people that uh, I have just recently met here in Australia there um Wes Hone and he runs the kingdom business and he is all about helping people build kingdom businesses so that they can profit and then fund um, opportunities and projects all around the world to really make a difference in, in that way. And, uh, you know, he was saying, you know, sometimes in church, which is, you know, great in church to have a, have a family and a community there, but really as entrepreneurs, that's where we can make the biggest difference is the impact in that and, and, um, and give permission for business owners to recognize the impact that they can have if they have Christ at the center and uh, you know remain connected to him. The impact and the, the funds that we can contribute or just the impact that we can have, as you say, mm -hmm. in your dealings with customers can 
uh, speak volumes to who he is and how much he loves others. And they, you know, sometimes I don't think people, or, you know, people who don't yet know Jesus will never, may never step into inside a church, but they are going to interact with our businesses. And if somehow mm -hmm. we can speak truth and light and love into their lives and give us the opportunity to have a, you know, a, that conversation, and, and even in our interactions, that may just be um, the area where the Holy Spirit can continue to, to minister to them. So I absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, I agree wholeheartedly with what you've said. You know, our businesses are our are our mission fields, if you will, and uh, yep. we are in battle, but in a good way. But we've got to realise, obviously, yep. as you say, we've got an enemy who wants to distract, wants to discourage, wants to disappoint. But you know what? When we keep focused on him, we know that uh, we don't have to rely on our own strength. So as we close up the show, Bed, just share a little bit more about Wave because I know um, many businesses who may be listening today and watching even the recording may have their own podcast or have content that they want to share. So how can can uh, Wave and maybe even just share a little bit more about Zubtitle as well? Yeah, so um, I'll talk about Wave first because Zubtitle is brand new. We mm. just launched it on uh, last Friday night, so like four Exciting. or five days ago. But yeah. Um, yeah, so Wave can be really helpful for any businesses that have audio content that they want to share on social media. It can be a podcast. It can be even just a little interview that you've recorded. Um, but what Wave does is it takes that audio, combines it with images and text and audio animations, and it mm -hmm. creates a little video file mm -hmm. so that you can then put that audio content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, as a lot of people know, if you have an MP3 file, you can't just put it on Instagram. There has to be a visual mm -hmm. component to it. So that's what Wave does. It makes it really easy to combine an image and the audio, and um, they look really sharp. There's a lot of different options and configurations mm -hmm. that you can choose from to make it you know look personalized to your brand um, and it just creates a little video file that you can share and it's a great way to um, it's a great way to repurpose content yes. and um, you know a great way to just get your get your uh, spoken message out on social media and then subtitle is um, a brand new tool that we are this is the first time I've talked about it publicly oh, exciting. but it go. is a yeah no it's a um, it's a web application that makes it easy to add subtitles to any video mm. yeah just think back to when you're on Facebook and you're watching any video you know you're laying in bed and the video comes on there's yeah. no sound because it's muted and you can't hear what's going on uh, well what subtitle does is you upload your video to it and it pulls all it transcribes all the audio and it adds automatically add subtitles to it. You can choose a few different designs uh, and then edit the subtitles on the fly and create a new video file that has the subtitles burned into it. And then you can share that on Facebook, Twitter, mm -hmm. YouTube, um, because I think it's 85% of videos on Facebook are watched with the sound off. Mm -hmm. So if you post a video and you get 100 people that watch it, 85% of them Have didn't no hear it. No. So you need to you need to account for that with uh, in your video marketing. So it's a brand new one. That's really um, if I was going to ask for help from the audience, that's uh, to check that out. It's zubtitle.com, z-u-b-t-i-t-l-e.com, um, and check it out. We'd, we're, at this point, it's it's like a, it, right now we've got it set as a uh, a dollar per use. Mm -hmm. So it's super cheap. We're just trying to get people to use it and give us feedback. So yeah, check that out and. Um, um, you can also find me on Twitter. It's at Baird Hall and uh, BairdHall.com. 
Yeah, fantastic. And we'll put all of the links there um, for people to connect through. And that's at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE99. One more show and we are at 100. There you go. Bed, one of the things that I'm doing as we're finishing oh, up the show for all of our guests is just saying a word of prayer, blessing. May I do that for you too? I would love to, I would love that. Fantastic. Father God, thank you for an opportunity to speak with Bear today. Here is testimony and uh, just for the blessings and the opportunities that uh, you have now really uh, supported him in building the, this business uh, wave and of course now this new uh, technology which uh, he's just launching. Father, you know, sometimes as business owners when we think of the opportunities and the businesses that we've grown that haven't turned out uh, the way that we wanted it and failure, you know, we recognize today through hearing what Baird was sharing that uh, failure is often the process that you're taking us through to really help us shape the character and become the person that we need to be to continue the next business idea. Father, we just want to thank you for um, just holding Baird in your hands as you supported him in writing through that and now coming out and uh, really taking to market a technology that is going to help other mission and faith-focused businesses taking their message out to impact the world. Father, we just want to uphold Baird and his family, his business, his clients in your hand. Uh, continue blessing and favour as he continues to support businesses in taking their message to the world. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Continued uh, blessings and success. I am uh, just so thrilled that I had, had an opportunity to speak with you and uh, yeah, that, that you could share your testimony and your journey. I know it's going to empower a lot of other Christian business owners. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>